Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Let's Go Movie Podcast. A podcast uh, where we watch a movie uh, and then we get berated for suggesting we watch said movie uh, <laughs> by our friend. Um, my Fairly. name's David and um, is it just me or is this um, photocopier James Bond has in this? Like, phenomenally advanced for 1969. <laughs> like, it's more impressive than anything else in this movie. Maybe that's just a sign of how boring this movie was. <laughs> Yes. Exactly what I was going to say. The make and model of photocopiers. Thirty seconds in, <laughs> and we're talking about photocopiers. That's finally a movie with some high tech. <laughs> uh, my name's Sam, and just because there's no Sean Connery doesn't mean we can't do actions. I don't think you should ever do that again. So. <laughs> I'm not suggesting. We were, we were messaging last night, and Dave said, "Don't anyone do a Sean Connery." <laughs> it doesn't mean. You said, "You're not the boss of us, Dave," and I get why. No, <laughs> I didn't want to Listen, do an accent. I can do just occasionally. I'm right. I can do Sean Connery, oh. but only lines I from mean. Indiana Jones. This is the problem, <laughs> Junior. <laughs> We named the dog Indiana. I can do that, but I can't do anything when he's when he's when he's doing Sean Connery in Bond version. You sure can. <laughs> you, did, you did that, yeah. Um, and I'm Ross, and this never happened to the other fellow or some fucking forgettable <laughs> bullshit about this movie. God, it's terrible. So. This week, uh, for reasons which I'm sure we'll get into when... Um, you, Dave, because letters. of you. Because of you. <laughs> when the letters <laughs> of no reason. confidence start to come in. Um, <laughs> this week, we watched 1969's James Bond film, On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Now, well, I, now well, let's, let's start off. Let's gonna start off. Start, I'm going to start off here. All right, saying, we'll start off I then. I thought we should watch this, because I'd never seen it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, mm-hmm. this we've talked about James Bond before. We did Goldeneye, fun movie. Um, yeah. I never watched this as a kid. I think probably because it wasn't like Lazenby isn't really one of the Bonds. Lazenby. <laughs> it's Lazenby, but we can. It's fine. Um, <laughs> George Lazenby obviously Lazenby. is rolling in his grave. Wait, is he dead? Anyway, <laughs> irrelevant. Irrelevant. The I'll shade of George, George Lazenby. Um, I never watched this movie because it's not it's not one of the Connery Bonds, like one of the classic Bonds. It's not one of the Roger Moore Bonds, you know, fat sixty year old man Bonds. It's it's not one of the the Bonds. So we can't. It's, you skip it. It doesn't yeah. really give you anything you need. It's not. It's so long. It's so so long. Yeah. This is what two hours forty it's, minutes. This movie. It's you know what it is. You know what it is. It's James Bond is like a you know Goldeneye, probably my favorite one. As much as you can have a favorite, these films aren't amazing. Like especially the early ones, it's all very weird. And there's something though about these movies that is that is kind of cool and kind of interesting. And it's like male fantasy escapism, and that's fine in itself. But the problem is, is in this movie they took all the things that they did with Sean Connery. And they threw them in the trash and just started again with like this boring, you know, there's just not, there's just nothing going on in this film. And so when you say it's the one you haven't seen, there's a fucking reason. There's a reason that this is the movie that your parents would have gone, oh no, don't worry about it. We're not watching that one, you know, or we're not going to tune to the, that channel when it's on a Sunday afternoon. I also it's think it's, it's maybe really like dull. the least, the least uh, rerun one. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, bear in mind, though, bear in mind, when this was on TV, Sam, on a Sunday evening, night, whatever, the movie itself is two and a half hours. Take ads into consideration then, like when you put adverts in there. And then, you you know, you know, like those movies when they're so long and then it gets to 10 o'clock, bang, this is the news. Then you got half an hour added onto it on top of the ads. Interrupted. this film, honestly, seriously. Terrible. (laughs) Terrible, terrible film. And it's and it's in it's in pretty much opposition to most other Bond films, isn't it? In terms of like the tone of it is a bit off. It doesn't. It's it's kind of not. You know, it's not funny. It's not full of action set pieces. There's a. It's, it's kind of more like a slow burn mystery romantic film. You know, like there's just lots of different. It doesn't feel like a James Bond movie now, for better or worse. That's up to the viewer, and there are things in this that I actually liked. If you just take away the James Bondness and have it as a different character, you know, there's, there are interesting things going on. But the problem is that you're signing up, you go into the movies to watch James Bond, which is a, a, a particular type of movie, and that's where I think the expectation management does not work out well. However, eighty-one percent Rotten Tomatoes. This was a Pretty well considered, you know, like Lazenby wasn't exactly uh, hailed as, as the greatest Bond ever, you know, the second one. But at least there was something going in there. But I just don't think it's held up in the, in the you know, the, in the lens of time in a way that even even the fucking crazy racist movies, which is all of them before this point, at least have entertaining aspects to them, and that's the bit. It's just not entertaining. It's not fun, you know. How many movies was he Bond in? Lazenby one, one. But so we can't say he's done an okay job when they didn't get him back for any more. Yeah, but he well, was terrible. Like, they knew he was terrible. There's a lot of background trivia to this as to why he wasn't recast. Uh, seemingly, he was a bit of a prick, uh, or no. rather, he didn't get. He didn't get along with the producer or the writers, the director. Um, and the, the seemingly the biggest thing is that he'd said to his agent he didn't want to do any more. He'd signed a fucking contract for seven movies. And Hollywood's mad where this TV advert actor, this Australian TV advert actor... Never acted before. Gets, gets a seven-movie deal. He has, he has He'd taken money for the second movie. <laughs> He had taken the. He had to refund the money for the second movie <laughs> back to the studio. He'd signed this thing, and apparently, some some idiot was like, "Oh, mate, you're going to be really famous, and James Bond is done. They're not going to make any more of those films." So he didn't do it. He said no, mm. and they said, "Oh, that's fine. We don't want you." And you could have been like, "I don't care if you're the worst actor in the entire world. If you've got a if you've got a contract that says they're going to make seven movies, I'm like, yes, I'll have to do money. Thank you, da ching. Exactly, yeah. Ross." Exactly. You, Robert Downey Jr. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Imagine how he would have taken the money, confidence. Sam. He would have taken the money. Yeah. Imagine yeah. that level of confidence where you can go, oh, I'm going to be James Bond, one of the most known sort of characters in movies at this time. And I'm just going to, no, I'm not going to do it again because other work will come along. How much of a fucking moron do you have to be to go, mm, no, no thank you to fame and fortune? Asshole. I don't like him. Well, well, and but maybe a lot of that is is the it's it's maybe hit my personal. I mean, he didn't really want to do more. As I say, the the contemporary reaction wasn't good, so people were like, "What the fuck's this?" Because they were expecting, you know, Sean Connery to 
to, to, to be going around doing outlandish stuff. And it's a bit more grounded. Now, let's talk about things that I actually... I just, go on. To argue with you, so I love arguing with you. Um, while maybe, like, there were naysayers about Lazenby, like, this movie made loads of money. Like, people yeah. went out and mm. saw this movie. Like, it might not have been the most successful thing in the world, like, critically, and it might not have been... like a, It wasn't a fan favourite, really. But this movie was, like, well thought of at the time, you know, enough. I, and it I, made I, loads and loads of sure. money. I'm not sure. Don't you think, like, the majority of reason of that for the success will have been because of the quality and success of the movies that came before it? It's exactly right. No, no. no I, I, I know what I'm talking about here, and, and I should maybe phrase myself right. a little bit better. I'll, I'll they, sign off. Well, tell us people, then, Dave. Tell us what you're talking about. People didn't like Lazenby, but yeah. they liked the movie. And I know that's confusing, but, like, the no, two I, things can exist at the same time. Like, this movie wasn't panned. This wasn't, like, a, you know, abjured as, like, a terrible movie that you shouldn't see. Yes. People thought this was a good movie. They just didn't think Lazenby was a good James Bond. Yeah. And that's yeah. where and, a lot of the negative spin comes from. And because, that's, obviously, he's in the movie. That's a big part of, like... And that's <laughs> of the kind of maintained. Longevity. And that's yeah. kind of maintained. That's the... the, the you know, the, the Rotten Tomatoes, 81 on Rotten Tomatoes, is, is more modern uh, reviews. And that's, I think... And again, into things that I liked, things that are actually quite interesting, is that it is taking a different spin. Now, if this movie was made today and we got a kind of like reimagining of what James Bond is, I think this would be pretty close. You know, like Casino Royale was was trying to be a bit more grounded. Uh, the, new, the, the, the modern Casino, Daniel Craig, the whole of the Daniel Craig, at the start anyway, was more like we're going to have less... Piers Brosnan driving tanks through walls, as absolutely great as that is. And we're going to have more, like, uh, testicles getting uh, whacked by rope. Like, so, we're, we're, you know, we're changing, we're, ch- we're changing the level of where James Bond's at. Pissed. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so the, everything, and actually, when you compare it to Casino Royale, compare it to the slower tone, there's less, there's less, like, you know, we, we, we see a few of the uh, the gadgets, but they're not, forefront they're not in the forefront of like oh and here's the here's the laser pen that's going to come back later on which we don't really get much of that in the same sense in a similar vein it's not it's moving away from the the roger moore films were definitely the campier like which came afterwards yeah exactly like we this movie like you're right is kind of like a mid good middle ground isn't it like casino royale because even some of the um connery films like skullfinger connery and like you know, he's a villain. He paints people gold for some. Paints people reason. gold, yeah. Like, and that's his thing. And you're like, what? And but you know, this is obviously like, oh no, no, we're gonna have a sensible, silly thing. I would say that the more modern films, though, the only thing that maybe where they differ in terms of like this Bond outlook thing is, they're super murdery. James Bond is really passive in this movie. Lazenby's a really passive James Bond. Mm-hmm. Like he beats a few people up. He throws a few people off the hill, uh, you know, mounted. But he's not a like women. us. He smacks, smacks a few women. It's 1969, Ross. I mean, part of the course. Um, what is he going to do? Not smack a woman? <laughs> exactly. What is he going to do? Not smack a woman and then have a cigarette? Well, what is this? Communist China? Um, <laughs> but well, like, it, uh, yeah, but go on. It's not, he's not like going around like assassinating people, you know? And, and maybe even the Connery Bond. Like the Connery Bond was like constantly beating people up because Connery's a big physically imposing guy who loves to beat people up like so that that came through in the performance mm. roger moore's a silly goofy fucking cartoon character of a man 
you know, uh, Timothy Dalton is more in the Daniel Daniel Craig vein of like assassinating people. But the Lazenby is kind of like, well, I'm just going to sit and play cards and smoke a cigarette, and then you know, have sex with some women, and perhaps then I'll have another drink. And you know, it, there's not so much like the, like you said, Sam. There's not so much like the you know ball torture that we get in the, the Daniel <laughs> Craig ones. Mm, I I just love that scene. It's just brilliant. Really, <laughs> I know it seems to have really had had an effect on you. I actually I think it's not the first time I've brought it up either on this uh, <laughs> on this podcast. God, better off or worse, that scene is really stuck in Sam's mind. The noise. I like the way these guys think. The noise. <laughs> um, let's not let's not forget that after this, um, they brought Connery back for for Diamonds Are Forever. Like so. There's a weird, there's a weird thing of like they they tried something, it didn't take, and they got where they went back to the to the success that they were um, used to, and then we go into 1973's um, Live and Let Die, and so let, so let, let me let me ask this: Roger Moore. You, you guys seem to be more well versed uh, than I am on the, on the Bond universe. So there was a couple of movies with Sean Connery, then it was five, Paul. yeah, some of that, yeah. Then it was Lazenby. Mm-hmm. Lazenby? Lazenby. <laughs> Lazenby. So George Lazenby. Lazenby. Set out how many movies everyone did, Ross. So Sean Connery did no, four. No, hang on. I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere this, Dave. Hang on. Let's, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do the tally afterwards. Um, so then he did it, and then he, Connery came back then for Diamonds Are Forever. For one film. Mm-hmm. So here, here, here's, uh, and I'm going somewhere this, because is this all narratively connected? So is the end of the Bond movie before Her Majesty's Secret Service? Sometimes. Does that lead in? Sometimes. Sometimes. In this it does. In this it does. Oh. Right. It's so this is pre-cinematic universe. Basically, yes. like the first, you've Which got Spectre and you've got Blofeld and you've got like mm, Spectre's like the 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 evil organization that looms what, above yeah, all this. Yeah, they're in the modern Bond. Oh, you hear it. It's, so it's reference yeah, to the movie. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, kind of no. Like we don't we don't get any of the same. Other than Money Penny, none of like the women are there really connected throughout this. And and so you no, basically that that would be the short answer. <laughs> I was gonna so two things then. One, I was gonna say so does it lead back into Connery's next movie because you know the girlfriend dies at the end or the wife dies at the end. Does that somehow affect Connery's Bond I character? Think, at I, the I can't remember. Basically, like. They pick and choose, like Sam says. It's not like the Marvel Cinematic okay, Universe, no. where they've got a bunch of fucking nerds being like, excuse me, uh, Iron Man's cape was green in the last movie. You know, they haven't got that, but like they basically pick and choose the continuity. So I think some of the movies after this, before the Daniel Craig ones, which seem to be like a bit of a reset in terms yes. of the continuity, mm-hmm. um, like some of them will reference earlier films and some of them won't. So the Sean Connery movies are mostly about Spectre, like Sam says. Like this movie is much more of a direct sequel to like the previous movie obviously because like james bond is doing something and you only find out fucking five hours into the movie what he's yeah. doing because so, it's so like that's where I was going with didn't it, yeah. you watch the last adventure um and then tune in next the roger, year the roger moore movies are all really really silly and like it's, it's mostly baddie of the week uh then you've got timothy dalton he's fucking around in the soviet union uh, a lot of the brosnan ones are like either for the Soviet Union or like Korea, there's a Korea vibe in the Brosnan ones. It's oh, much yeah. more of like a '90s thing, but like they all have their own continuity, and it tends to like not not a lot of it lasts 
beyond them changing who plays Bond, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. And so and so that's why I think this film is interesting in um in uh, like how it's trying something different. It's trying something different and doesn't take and so they have to kind of respond to that in and that's what they do in the ne- in the next films. And it's a real return to form when you get from Diamonds Off Forever, certainly and then into Roger Moore, and then we do like Moonraker, which is fucking batshit. Like absolutely batshit. Crazy. Star Wars just came out and oh my god, they're trying to cash that check. So that's why and it's funny when I was watching it. I'm quite invested at the start of this movie. Like, I quite, I'm quite interested in what's going on compared to where I thought I would be. Because I've seen this once as a as a younger man, and that was like, yeah. well, that was boring and shit, and couldn't be asked for that. <laughs> but what, but what the films, the, the kind of slow burn of this movie, and the fact that you've got the start bit, which is all um, about how uh, Bond's trying to find this woman who we don't know who she is and there's a connection oh, there and then it ends up like being the daughter of this guy who's struck we can come to that in a second but the start of the movie is quite intriguing i think it's quite well placed it's exactly the same as as goldeneye like almost <laughs> to a t the first five minutes are exactly the same you know other than the weird bit at the start where you've got a uh, um what's his face uh the inventor guy comes in for like 10 seconds and then leaves. But is it, it is recognisable, I think, at the start of this movie. You're kind of like, oh, what's going to happen? What's the intrigue? There's a sexy woman. That's the, that's the Bond thing, and they're going to try and lean on that. And it's that divergence away from that standard formula that I think is where maybe it's interesting and also doesn't work at the same time. I also think maybe we're doing that like classic thing where, and obviously we're not really talking about this from the context of 1969 when we were all several decades from existence but like <laughs> all of that's fair sam but maybe like more fair for our modern outlook having watched like fucking like 15 of these movies yeah with different people in this there were four movies and then they made this one so they were like we don't know what we're doing we don't know if this is going to like continue to be a franchise because we haven't we haven't changed the who james bond is before yeah and connery um, was still the man in you know that's it was big big shoes to to fill I mean, part of it, that, that's part of the problem, though, isn't it? Because Connery was so well thought of as Bond, do you know what I mean? Anyone who came in, like, I mean, Lazenby was fucking terrible anyway. But when Lazenby came in, then he was destined to fail. And yes, who I didn't pronounce his name two different ways there, Dave. <laughs> I was going to say, who was better, Ross? Was Lazenby better than Lazenby? <laughs> L- well, I can't Lazenby. remember which is the right one. Lazenby. Now, let's talk about him for a second. Let's get into it. Because I actually think, right, I actually think that he's not terrible in this. He's not. He's not the magnetic, you know, super, uh, super swy. He's he's a bit more. He's downplaying it a little bit, and there's not so much of of the. There's, I mean, you know, we're not Roger Moore. Like every four seconds, he's raising one eyebrow to uh, look, almost directly looking at the camera as he does. It's fucking atrocious. He's playing a relatively grounded character who's a bit smug. And that's kind of what James Bond is. You know, all of them have that I air. I don't think this guy can act. I don't really, think, really, really, I'm not yeah. saying... I'm like, not I saying... The reason you think he's hold on. this damn is because he's a fucking TV it's, advert it's exactly actor. exactly what I'm saying. Not acting. It's like, exactly... he's just there on set and he's like, oh, it's just this guy. This, like, he's present. That's yep. all yeah. it is. And I'm saying that that works. I'm saying that that works in certain scenes where he is required to be a 
smog himself. <laughs> a, a, a smog looking, you know, like white guy. He's he he's doing that. He's pulling that off. <laughs> and and it, especially you think and that's it, the direction like the director goes with. Now in this scene, what would you normally do? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd I'd probably smack her. Well, yeah, go on. Let's let's try that. <laughs> Just do that. that. Just yeah, do action. That. And it's and it's and it's this it's this thing with Lazenby is that all the way through the movie he's he's kind of like he he's trying different things he tries to do the the hard man thing he tries to be quite stern and you know and then he tries to be a little bit funny when he's dressed up as Hilly later on you know like well like wow this is a whole can different I, direction that we can were I interject here is is sorry Sam is Hilly supposed to be gay because it's mentioned like three or four times oh you don't like women. At what point are we supposed to know I mean, this? I mean, this character it's 1969. I think to, that's the implication. Take the context yeah. of 1969. You have the scene where you meet the real Hilly, and he is definitely coded as gay within the confines of this movie. Whoa! Yeah. I think like, so. Definitely in that scene. Like, and it's that total like, oh well, if you're effeminate, obviously you're gay, and that that is like, you know, this character is like, oh, right, you're playing a gay man. So be he doesn't like sports. He doesn't like sports. sports. You know, there's all these yeah. things, and you're like. Okay, I mean, it's, that's that's what travel. they're going for. No. He doesn't like to get out. You know, he's no. just really into coats of arms <laughs> yeah. and ancestry, and you're like, oh, this must be a gay man. Because <laughs> like, yeah, it's 1969. The... And What do you mean you don't like to go to casinos, gamble, smoke, hit women, <laughs> yeah. and get in fights? Haven't you yeah. ever hit Tom? a woman before? <laughs> do you even slap women about on a regular basis? <laughs> when was the last time you slapped someone? You haven't? <laughs> Obviously it... gay. It's it's it is. I mean, the, the nineteen sixty nine of it all is apparent and is runs throughout the rest of the movie. But 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 let's also talk about the you know there's a, there's an element of this where yes he's still James Bond and massive misogynist and that doesn't change all the way up to twenty twenty two where he continues to do that you know. But there, it's this is a very James Bond has remained uh, a sexual assaulter uh, in the woke era all the way through movies. All the way through. It's like the I know. Apparently, what we're fine with. I know. It's absolutely weird. But license to dick. That's, that's <laughs> license. what 007 is. But relative, relative to the other, the other, you know, the, the the way that Sean Connery acts is much worse, especially towards women. Much, much worse. And what comes next is much worse. Like there, there is. It's fairly restrained in this, and he's kind of only interested. In the woman that he clearly and ends up loving and marries and well, wants to marry, and so like th- again, that doesn't feel like it should fit in this. I will say, Sam, just to argue. I with see you both Dave and I about to fucking. Hold on, hold on. Let me finish James the point. Bond Let me finish has the point. More, has sex has confirmed has sex with more women in this movie than I think in any other James Bond movie. Is that a fact, Dave? Is that a fact? I'm not. I'm, sure I'm, I'm willing not to sure accept it as he ends the movie. No, he, he ends the hold on. He ends the movie. It, absolutely distraught because Blofeld has killed the person that he loves and and is like that's the end of the film it's a I mean it's a great ending like I was not I, I couldn't I hadn't remembered that that happened and was like wow that was that was a nice little stinger at the end I can't think of many movies that where we're ending on that point we're ending on that point of the like James Bond actually was in love and was completely happy to say okay that's it you know I'm gonna we're gonna get married and have I mean, I'm not going to and... ha- stop having sex with other women, of course. But we're going to no, get the 60s. Jesus, Dave. <laughs> like, what? What do you expect? But I do think that it's a different take. I do think, and I think it's why it didn't work. It's why it broke 
the expectation. But if you made the movie now, and I'm thinking of um, there's a Daniel Craig plot, isn't there about like him? I think losing... it's Casino Royale still. Yeah, yeah, where yeah, he's where he's actually throughout underwater there's, in the yeah. elevator. He's actually upset. He's actually upset because he's lost someone that he loves, and that's the it sets up the the second movie, which is trash. Yeah. And so. In some ways, this is ahead of its time and we're doing stuff that's very different. Now, let's get forward to Roger Moore where it is like fucking STD City through here. And, you know, we're, comp- we're, we're on a different planet. Literally, literally was different. Contractually, contractually made, made <clears throat> I have to have sex with women throughout these movies. Yeah. I've got to be... Yeah. And, and that, I like think... communism with his dick. Yeah. And that's, 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 that's not commendable. That's not what about her here, Sam, okay? <laughs> you know, we're talking we're talking about Her Majesty's Secret Service. And you say any you know, there is a woman, you know, where he's only interested in one woman. He dicks at least I don't know, half a dozen different girls in this movie. Mm-hmm. Two. Two two others, Ross, but he, he would have had the rest. Whatever. He would have had the rest if he hadn't been caught. If he had if he hadn't yeah, blown his cover, yeah. With blown uh, <laughs> his cover, yeah. With the stern. Um let's so let's talk about the main kind of like the the main plot. Of, of the start of this movie, which is... Huh? We We're 30 minutes in, and we haven't had a plot summary. Oh, we haven't done a plot summary. Well... Ah, sleep at the wheel. James Bond woos a mob's boss daughter and goes undercover to... Un- to oh my goodness, I indeed, this I is know, terrible writing. Is simple, <laughs> Let's just... James Bond woos a mob boss's daughter and goes undercover to uncover the true reason for a list of profiles allergy research in the Swiss Alps involving beautiful women from around the world. Not a single comma in that, and that was... <laughs> I read that before this began. I was like, "Oh, I can't wait for Sam to fucking tackle that." Usually, uh, usually, I uh, love IMDb. Honestly, it's just ridiculous. It's a font of pleasure of just the nerds on IMDb needs some fucking grammar. So, English language skills. But the the wooing of the mob boss's daughter. Now, this this again, this again is where of all the, the the positives that I've said about this movie. This is where I'm like, what the fuck are we doing? It's so, so strange because, like, you watch this because obviously we haven't watched four James Bond movies previous to watching this movie so that we know what's going on. We come in, they're on a beach, there's a cars, they're chasing, yeah. Yeah. she wanders into the sea to kill herself or not, and then he runs in after her for some reason, they don't know each other, um, and then rescues her. Was she killing herself? And then some guys show up in a car and there's a fight and you're like, I don't know who any of these people are or what is going on. And it's never explained. It's never explained. I never mention it again. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't know who so I don't know yeah, we don't know who she is. We don't know who she is. We don't know why no. she's just walking into the sea. Now, I don't think that's I mean, it doesn't seem like a particularly effective way to 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 top yourself if you, I mean just keep walking what are you going to do you start floating eventually like can she not swim it's never it's never we get these guys are trying to kill her are they or they are they or they're there to because they've been following bond and they're like they want her to walk into the sea i thought she was on drugs i thought like what is the what's going on here and the way that he knows that that's what she 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 could just be going for a swim she could just be going for a swim and there's no indication as to anything else like, as to why they're doing like, this. No, no, you had a sandwich ten minutes ago. You've got to wait <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> the flags are up. The flags are up. That means you can't go swimming. The flags. I mean, I, I, I mean, the no, this is this is, is going to be pedantic. 
this is going to be pedantic, and I'm, I'm, I don't know if you guys spotted this, but at the beginning of the movie, I mean, first of all, smoke. But when Bond is driving, <laughs> smoke. He's driving, and then she overtakes him, and then pulls into the beach. So I have to assume what would have happened if she didn't overtake? Would Bond have kept driven? Was he tracking her all along? These are the questions I think of. Was he tracking her all along? If so, what would have he done if she didn't overtake him? Where it was doesn't... he going to drive to? It doesn't no, it make does sense. matter. Sam. No, I know. I'm saying it doesn't make sense. Fifty three oh, years okay. ago, and I still don't know. It, it, still it don't really know. doesn't make sense. Now, the the previous movie was the one in Japan, the just absolutely fucking powerhouse of racism that that movie is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we can't do that one. We can't because it's actually insane. We've got Sean Connery with like fucking dressed up in and a kimono. Oh, the Komodo is not even the worst bit. There's way worse things than that. But but there isn't any like at the end of that movie. What there's like a the base and it they blows up and there's a volcano. Blofeld escapes and I think that's the one where you kind of like see Blofeld like but only in shadow or like that. You know, we're stroking the cat in the chair. Stroking the cat escape. thing. And then there's 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 a there are some some female characters in there, but they're not. It's not the same woman. So there's no there's absolutely no indication as to what. So is Blofeld in this in any other Bond movie like before this? Yes. Loads of yeah, them. he's in. Right. He's he's, he's in, like the he's big in the bad. previous one, but like you don't know you you know his name, you don't know who he is. Yeah, he's like, like the head of Spectre. You've seen him, yeah. So he's like the mysterious Be- kind of baddie. Because you know the the villain with the white cat thing. That's you know that's synonymous. That's well known, isn't it? And I was like, oh, is this is this the movie that started it all, or was it before yeah. that? Was he seen before that? It's it's no, it was Inspector Gadget. All it was from the beginning. That was yeah. So, <laughs> anyway. no, it, uh, so, it, go from here. Go go as you thought it would, Sam. Yeah, we go from here to the casino, and I always like a casino scene. Uh, it, you know, it makes James Bond seem like it happens in a different universe. Like, oh well, we're in this casino. Le Bon, like, <laughs> Le Bon, and I'm like, oh, they're all They're, they're yeah. gambling, and I understand that from other James Bond films. Um, <laughs> Golden Eye, it's exactly the same scene. It's exactly the same scene. Yeah, yeah. With uh, and this is the, the awkward scene where, for some reason, James Bond has checked into the hotel as this mystery woman. Again, we don't know who anyone is yet. Um, she comes downstairs, places the bet, and doesn't yes! have the money. And it's like, yes, like number one, you're staying in the hotel, so surely they know, like, they know how much you know what they know what you're good for. You know, they're like, oh, yeah. it's, it's this woman, like, not like, oh, awkwardly, like, oh, I don't have any money. <laughs> mm. 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 Yeah, and then well, it's, it's when they call her on that, and they're like, well, you know, you don't have to come. There. She goes, well, I'll just that's the way it is. You just like th- threw twenty, was it twenty or forty thousand francs up the wall, and now you, you don't. That, I mean, that's rich people attitude. Well, I don't have it, so what are you going to do? Mean, to be Fuck fair, you. to be fair, it's impossible to know what forty thousand francs is worth, but it can't be much, surely. I mean, it's, not it's into the bureau de change of the English currency in nineteen sixty nine. Yeah, this is the we can't we can't fake this. Yeah. Now, then we get the attack, don't we? Now, I actually thought. That the fighting in this scene was pretty cool, you know, with the the guy comes in and they're smashing up the place. But we have skipped over the first fight scene, and we have skipped over a very very important detail of the first fight scene <laughs> on the terrible. beach. On the beach, we're back on the beach again, and 
we have the weirdest sped up fighting I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> like you know when you see it in, car, in, in with car chases, and they do it in this film as well, where they they yeah. just wind they just wind the the film just ever You've so got slightly. Seagull doing four hundred miles an hour in the background, just to make it look a little bit quicker than it was, and they, you know, that's that was the technology then, and maybe it worked. But I, there's no fucking way that it works when they're doing the fighting on the beach in this, and in. When we go in the hotel, they're not doing it as much. There's a couple, but basically we just get a good, like... And that's what I've always liked about Bond. Like the fighting, for the hand-to-hand stuff has always felt generally pretty grounded. And this, I thought, was was pretty cool. The problem, though, the problem is that the guy who's doing this is the the mysterious girl's dad. And the reason, the reason that the, the mysterious girl's dad... Once James Bond there is so that he will go, he will like basically marry his daughter, keep her out of trouble or something. And so rather than yeah, just sending what, a memo, what better person or, to marry your wayward daughter? Hold on, hold on. Rather than just sending, rather than just sending a memo, or or perhaps even a car to come pick him up, the first instinct is to send a guy in to beat the living shit out of him for no fucking reason. <laughs> well, 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 well. Hear me out. The whole movie, the whole movie this is, is like, what? Point here. This isn't his room. He's broken into her room and that's where this guy is. So why is the so why is he attacking him? Because he know they know they know who he is because the guys in the car when they come around afterwards and they hold him by, by gunpoint because and then stick a knife into him. I don't know. Dave, if, no, well, don't try and explain it, Dave. If you don't I know, don't try explain and explain it. I'm going to explain it. This must be her room because he comes in, he has the fight. He then goes out and strains his tie back to his room, and the woman is in his room, and they have yep. sex. And then he wakes up in the morning. And the guy, like, the, the the attacker, is at the door, listens to them like start to bang, and then just leaves and be. Everything's oh, going according to plan. But but what but, was the plan? Of the, why did you attack him in the first place? And then why did you? Why did you? You've, why got, to, he, you've got to make it exciting, Sam. You've got to get the blood pumping. Was, you know, wasn't, wasn't he it's, waiting? This is the first time. Wasn't the attacker waiting in the room for Bond? I remember that right. He must. Right? He must. Yeah, yeah. He was because, because, room, so then, Dave, your theory, room, your theory, so your theory falls apart because they attack why him. Why is he waiting in her room? He does. For Bond? It, it is falling apart, Dave, because they attack him, and then twenty minutes <laughs> later, they're like, "Oh, Mister Bond, will you marry my daughter?" And you're like, "What the." You couldn't have just. You couldn't I'm not have wrote, saying they written. weren't following him. What I'm all I'm saying is that this attacker is not in James Bond's room. It doesn't he matter which in. room he's in. It doesn't matter. Yes, it doesn't but make if he's any in her sense. Room, why is he in her room? If Bond broke Presumably into her room, why he's, is he's he following Bond? Or he's, he's in looking there after before Bond, Bond, isn't he? I don't it doesn't, know, guys. It doesn't matter what room it is. <laughs> it doesn't matter what room it is. Why? Why did they? Why did he order them to attack Bond when all the, all he wanted to do was say? Fancy my daughter? Great. Here's a million pounds. It's not even like he threatens him to say, you better go out my door or else. He says, um, you want to keep her from like going off to, you know, Italy and stuff? How about you have a million pounds, a million pounds in gold if you just go out with her for a bit? And you're like, so all the, so the entire, the entire start of the movie is fucking batshit. And he's needless. It's even more batshit than that, Sam. Because again, like Diana Rigg, I'm sure is a you know wayward girl, and she's up to this, that, and the other. But like you're this crime boss, and you're like, do you know who's the man for my little girl? This degenerate gambling alcoholic murderer. Yeah, yeah. 
who 20 minutes ago was walking around in a racist kimono. Like, so there's, do you know what I mean? I mean, maybe that was... 20 minutes ago, he was blowing up half of Japan. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, or doing yeah. unspeakable things. It's... And like, this is the man. This is the man for my daughter. They don't know each other. But Mr. Bond, please, please fuck my daughter. Please. So and that, and that, so the, uh, what, what are we in? Like 20 minutes into the movie? <laughs> we're 20 minutes into the movie. And we're like... It feels like much more. Wow. Fundamentally, this is a fucking shaky start. This is a shaky foundation to your weird, weird film. Because then, then... <laughs> You know, in a not very James Bond sense, but maybe that's a good thing. Maybe they're trying to push boundaries or whatever else. But we are, we're pretty much watching James Bond trying to court this woman who is not interested in, or, or tries not to be interested in Bond in a, in a romantic sense. Culminating, as you rightly point out, Marshall, in oh. Let's, Let's hold on. Hands. Before we get to the montage, just Jesus. one, just one line, just one line before we get to the montage, and then we can derail, go into it. Uh, uh, Diana Rigg gives Bond the information, or makes her dad give Bond the information. That is the only reason that he agrees to do it, is because if you do it, I'll tell you where Blofeld is, or I'll give you this, you know, I'll give you the, the inside scoop on where Blofeld is. She just says, "Tell him now." He tells her, it tells Bond, and that's it. So we're like. None of it was needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the thanks. rest of we don't need to marry her. You don't need to do anything. We don't need the montage. Go on the montage. It's. I mean, what's there to say about the fucking montage? It, it comes out of nowhere. It's. It's. It's not even like montage is to show like a massive passage of time, but seemingly what a, a week has passed, if that, and it's just them hanging out, and, and like, it goes on forever. Do you know what like, you could have achieved with that? You know what you could have achieved with that? Like, cut to black, seven days later. Oh, Bond, I'm so in love with you. All right, now we know what's happened. Move on. Seven seconds that would have taken. It was terrible. But it's fine. This movie's terrible! It's fine, because they promptly, after this fucking... Uh, this can't be 20 minutes in, Sam. This has got to be like 40 minutes of this movie. Is this? I, I don't know. I don't know. But like, then promptly, obviously, we write, Diana Rigg, <laughs> we write Diana Rigg out of the movie for a little bit. Now, briefly, there's some stuff we want to talk about, but I just briefly want to underpin the reason why James Bond is doing any of the things he's doing. So the, as far as the plot says, he's... Fuck this guy's daughter. This guy's really happy about that. Uh, he's reason. delighted about that. <laughs> delighted. He's so he's so invested. You better not be using protection bond. <laughs> I'm a Catholic and I don't like that. Um, right. So, so he James Bond is doing this. He's he's doing his duty for Queen and Country. You know, so that he can get this information on Blofeld. He goes to work and works like, no, we don't want you to do that. We want you to do something else. So he's like, nah, I'm going to do that. So. You're doing this for unknown reasons, not for Queen and Country, because they don't want you to do that. <laughs> then he's no one ordered you to do this. We specifically <laughs> told you not to do this. <laughs> don't do this, Mister Bond. This is against the national interest. He takes he takes leave to go and fucking like go to Switzerland and chase upon this lead, which is the um the, the, the solicitor, <laughs> who I don't he resigns. He tells that he's like I'm I'm going to resign. Because yeah, Money of... Penny's like, oh, if this guy resigns, he won't ever fuck me. I know. That's the, the subtext the, in that scene. The, so the... She, she just submits a holiday form. <laughs> like, yeah. James Bond requests time off from the 1st of May to the 31st of May, <laughs> 1969. Money Penny really is the like acceptable face of workplace harassment. That's exactly what she's there to be. She's there to be like, 
Yeah, harass me. I'm. It's fine. Everything's fine. This is completely that's, okay. That's literally what I'm paid for. That's, it's, it's it's in the contract. <laughs> he's just like fucking hell. Nineteen sixty nine. Twice a week. He's going to slap your ass and grab your tit, and then he's going to go and get a work work order. <laughs> yeah, the, but the first bit's integral because he's not going to be in the mood to take orders from this crusty old, old James man. And incorrigible. Yeah, it, which which is <laughs> which is a line which is a line from fucking Goldeneye where he's doing exactly the same thing. Forty five years later, he's still like fucking great. This is brilliant. I mean, you have to think like if it was made like you know not the Daniel Craig style, but if this movie was made now, you'd be like, "Oh, money, penny, you fucking whore!" (laughs) Stop it, James. (laughs) He, yeah, James Bond is a men's right activist by a long, long way. Red pill, red pill to shit. Absolutely. Flex Um, is on his way in the door. We have. It's been 45 hours since our last action scene, as, as you guys put it. <laughs> How so many are there in the this first, movie? Can we try and count action, them as we go? The action scene, the last action scene we saw We've had was two. The, the fight in the hotel room. We've right? had... In, like, minute 12. Sped up beach fight, and we've had three minutes. Not even, not even that, is it? It's, like, a minute and a half of this pretty cool, but, you know, like nothing going on. Yep. So that's two. And then... We have I really a didn't enjoy this movie. James, Ron, James Bond sits in front of a safe cracking machine reading porn. And that's the thing that happens in this movie. Fucking. <laughs> How did I forget about this? Fucking hell. You know what, Dave? You know what, Dave? Great, great I, hold on. I, I had not fully appreciated that that happened until you just laid it out for us just like that in those exact words right now because i had watched this and i thought i mean the, the way he gets the massive machine the huge fucking like trunk into the he, he literally uses an industrial crane to do this or is that the photocopy machine is that it's the same thing. It's, just, it's the safe cracker. It's the same. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Right. So, so is, I want this safe cracker slash photocopy. It's a photostatic. Very- photostatic is is what it is, and it's a is a specific thing. Was like pre um, proper Xerox and whatever. But he does. He take the the, the crane. The, the industrial crane lifts this thing in. He goes in there, and the tension is that this fucking pencil pushing nerd yeah. well, we- who. He you could see him snap up outside and see to if he's got his keys, and it's like, oh my god, there's tension. He might turn around and come back up and find James Bond reading his pornography. And I and I was thinking, oh, <laughs> James licks his thumb, turns the page. Yeah, he's like, he just walks in. The, the guy walks in, he's and James Bond just says, together, "All right, weird. all right, yeah, just carry I mean, on." The only thing, the only thing missing from this scene is like, you know, dun 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 dun, dun. and there's James <laughs> just like. Opening up the Playboy like in portrait sort of version, like folding out the the centerfold. Now, actually, though, the, the tension the tension is movie in this scene isn't bad. Most of it, though, is from the um, the score, and the score I think is pretty cool in this movie. It's it's it, 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 like that's where they they eke out the tension from it, rather than like the goddamn. Actually, there's nothing going on. James, uh, John Barry, not James Barry, that's the author. John Barry, was he was the guy who did the James Bond, um, uh, the, the theme, and was like the big, you know, the, the, the James Bond guy. So he knows what he's doing, but that's, that's the only place that we actually get like any... T- 
Otherwise, it's just some guy slowly walking back to his office. And then when he gets there, he would confront him and say, who are you? And he'd go, I'm fucking James Bond and I'm going to murder you. I'm just going to like tie you up and there's like, going to be absolutely no, no consequences. That would involve James Bond in this movie doing anything. He literally Bond. puts his feet, feet up and reads Playboy reads, for a bit. Reads a Playboy. He reads a Playboy. Yep. Fucking and then, wild. And then, the last movie we covered where like a, a guy unfolds the centerfold, I think it was Home Alone. You know, <laughs> yeah. where, where like Macaulay Culkin is going through Buzz's stuff, and Wolf, and he Wolf. The, he find, Wolf, yeah, right. Jesus, no, James. Now, 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 now we're into the. We still don't get to a fucking action scene. We don't. We and go we're into this it. scene. We are back in England, so we can have our. We mentioned our gay-coded scene with the with the guy oh, because God. there was a note. By the way, there was a note in this safe. The mystery is very simple. He opens the safe. There's a letter that says, "Hey, evil solicitor man." Which is this guy's name? Evil solicitor man. Um, <laughs> Tony Law. Um, <laughs> hi, just notifying you of a change of address. Uh, Ian M. Blofeld the uh, third, evil genius. Iron Spectre. Definitely don't pass this note to James Bond. No. Right. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Like here is my here is my new postal address. And like what? That's what gets us to the next movement. And it mentions it mentions Hillary. What's his face? The 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 genealogy or. Uh, Heraldry it's not, guy. It's not Hillary Ben. It's Hillary something. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's so confusing, and it's so confusing because you know that you know what's like when we talk about good movies, we talk about movies that you kind of like. There's enough twists in there to make it interesting, but fundamentally, we understand why characters are doing things. We have clear motivation, and we're moving from plot point to plot point in a way that makes sense. Like this isn't complicated. You, know, the you don't have to be a like fucking genius this... to understand this. Can There's I, this can thing I in just films. Say... Ross, but, then Dave. Yeah, uh, can I just say? Usually, normally, you know, we're all messaging each other on WhatsApp, right? When when we're watching a movie. Now, normally, I don't engage that because I find the messaging distracting. In this case, the messaging was a fucking crutch for me to get through this movie. I'm not <laughs> saying that to be funny. I genuinely just follow mean along. That. I mean, th- there was one point where I looked up to the ceiling and I was like, "What is happening? What yeah. am I doing? Is Nothing this what is? Happening? <laughs> <Nothing> <laughs> what is, is time? <laughs> what? It's me. But th- no action has happened in this movie for like an hour at this point, and also." A key thing with like having a mystery in your movie, and not even all James Bond movies do this, but like you kind of need to solve the mystery, or you know, just get there as you get there along with the movie. Like a really, really good mystery movie has you like one or two steps yeah. ahead of the main character. Like so, you know, he walks into a room and he's going to find a clue, but you've kind of already figured it out, you know. And mm. that's like the sign of a good like unfolding of a plot. And obviously, it's totally absent here because you're scratching your head, going, "And why is he doing any of this?" What is the objective here? Yeah. And it's Where's a complicated nature. saying, James Bond, you are doing X, Y, and Z? It's the complicated nature of getting there as well. Because we've, so we've got, we've got Tracy, we've got Diana Rigg, as a, that's one thread. We've got the dad of Diana Rigg, and that's one thread. Although that just stops. So that's okay. Well, but we're never really told that, you know, is he going to come back? Like, yes, he does. But we're not given in, you know. We're not given. We're not given enough to say. Okay, I'm gonna close that off in my mind for now. We're kind of just left there thinking, "Fuck's this guy gonna," you know. And then we've got this. We've got um, Bond resigning. So that's a thread. You're like, well, does he not want to do this anymore? Like, is this? 
Is this a thing? Of Is that going to... No, that doesn't really go anywhere either. Then we go to this Hillary guy. This fucking Hillary Duff comes in. And... Uh, and... That's like, okay, so we've got another thing going on now, and that's actually going to run through the whole... Now, he pretends in agreement to be... Um, Hillary Duff says... I know his name's not Hillary Duff. Uh, that, yes, you can be me. I will pretend, you know, I'll just disappear and hang out and watch Netflix while you go off and hang around both <laughs> <Bayfield. laughs> Like, there doesn't seem to be any... There doesn't seem to be any... That's weird in itself. So There's then he's pretending to be... To- Someone else, hold on, Dave. Let me just get to the the point. I think where we are in the movie. He James Bond is now pretending to be somebody else so that he can go and talk to Blofeld about like heraldry, so he can get a coat of arms. That's where that, that's pretty much where we're at. It's- and then Blofeld introduces another thread, which is allergies or something. Well, so Blofeld's got. And we kind of get told this at the solicitor's office. There is a a an allergy clinic in the Swiss Alps. That's where they think Blofeld is. That's where they think his big, you know, Bond lair is, which it is. That's so middle. For some reason, somehow, <laughs> he gets hold of the idea that Blofeld is trying to have this heraldry done. And he's like, right. But again, there's no scene explaining that. We just kind of have the laborious scene where he meets the heraldry guy. But, like, he's going to impersonate this heraldry guy. He's going to go to the plague clinic uh, and have an orgy. I mean, no, sorry, um, uncover Blofeld and take down Spectre. But like, he has to pretend to be this guy, uh, which is fine, I suppose. But like, it's a but, long way I mean, round. You, it's a long you, way you round both, to get us there. You, you both have said it like in, in so many words, but <laughs> what really, honestly, what what I, the square I can't circle is. I mean, you, Dave, you said it with the mystery. You know what I mean? You're, you're two steps ahead. I'm finding myself trying to go. Why? Why yes. are you doing this? Well, what? Yes. Why? Are you, okay, you're speaking to him right. You're undercover. Why? What do they want from you? Yeah. Um, it's. And let's like, not I'm forget, he's been. Up, I'm getting worked up talking about this. Get words up, Ross. This is the energy we need. He's been told not to do this as well. Yeah. Like, so he's been specifically told this is not your mission. This is not your mission. You've got two weeks off. In fact. And so, like, there's and 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 think about how you know we when we sometimes get a bit wound up with a movie. We let's think about how we fix it. And number one, fucking allergies. Get that out of the movie. Get that out. What the fuck does that mean? That means nothing. Number two, just have James Bond go and as James Bond. Like that would be yeah. more interesting if Blofeld welcomed him and said, "Mr. Bond, I'm I'm a legitimate businessman with my massive fucking out, you know, base. I'm just him." I, I'm enjoying the skiing. So if you want to come here, and I hear that you're on leave as well, so it's a bit of a you know maybe a little bit, a little bit obsessed with what's going on here. Please for a drink, yeah, yeah. Please come, Mister Bond, and then we can have exactly the same thing where he's sneaking around, you know, like having fucking relations with these. He's not sneaking around. Very ethnographic women. Fuck's sake! Like sneaking around having sex with this woman from Lancashire. (laughs) She's from Lancashire. Hello I'm there, from I'm from Lancashire. Like, <laughs> it's absolutely wild. So it's about simplicity, and that is a thing. That's where we get lost. Now, as you say, Dave, we have not had an action scene in years. Like, I have fucking my, my, aged. My recording has stopped. Okay, that's good. Just we'll start it again. The, start well, it again. No, 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 no. I, I don't know when it stopped, 
but the, the time it, it stopped at was 51.34. That's about two minutes ago. So just start it again. No, no, and... no, 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 no. But we were recording for about four or five minutes. Before My recording says 58 minutes, Sam. Yeah. That's okay, because the live one is 53.36. So it's a couple of minutes. Start it again. We do have the live stream, luckily. Okay. We right, can save we're, it. We're still, we're still going. I don't know why that happened. Sorry, go on. Sorry, carry on. Um, so, Gilda's dead there. So, like, the whole movement into this kind of, like, sexy 70s orgy Swiss Alps uh, revolving <laughs> restaurant keys. like thing. No, no, Schemobile <laughs> keys. I just couldn't have a picture. I you know, guess. like those 80s Aspen movies, like, where it's like, oh, yeah. you want to you save the world, Bob? Well, you're going to have to ski me for it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Better movie. But right. it's been 14 years since we've seen an action scene in this movie. And it's a James and, like, Bond movie. And James Bond is doing nothing. He kind of he goes up to the Alps. He has a nice dinner. We have that salacious like drawing on his thigh scene with with the lipstick. And he's like, "Oh yes, it's this kind of party, is it?" And so all the blood is in his dick. So he's no longer thinking about. <laughs> he's like, I mean, they literally like say that. They literally say he's. Oh yes, I've got. I'm sorry. I'm a bit stiff. Or something like they literally they are just I mean I know that's like it's it's nineteen sixty nine like it's nineteen sixty nine they're all up for it balls, and all but, of these women are like oh balls, balls. <laughs> what the fuck it's so weird but again we're adding threads to our fucking tapestry of yeah. confusion where's this going where's this going yeah. you oh, know it's been an hour and forty five minutes and we're it, only just learning the Bond villain's evil plot evil which plot. is which is Drum roll, please. Which is that I'm going to invent a mobile phone telephone network. <laughs> I am going to chart <laughs> fucking 15 different time zones so that I can call and activate all of these hypnotized women so they can release a plague toxin which is in a, a vial in their handbag no relation what you could be literally anybody could have these like <laughs> i'm going to call you at this time you're hypnotized i've put radio mass outside of all of your houses i'm going to call you on this mirror you're going to then take this vial out and do something with it like psst, psst. <laughs> spray it where? Couldn't this just be outsourced to Royal Mail? Couldn't this just be like airmail? Well, like, fucking, I'll, just, we, we, I'll, I'll put all twelve of these parcels in the post, and I will achieve the same. Anthrax, thing. the anthrax letters, two thousand one. Like they've they've done yeah. this. This is you know, I mean, like maybe they were inspired by this and thought well, that's a lot of work. It's I'm just so going to do it. Complicated. <laughs> yeah, and they don't resolve it either. Yeah. Yeah. These they're called the angels of death. These sexy women, by the way. Now um, we should we should restrain ourselves a little bit in that the complicated plot to take over the world is kind of the thing that James Bond movies are about. You know, we have like the last uh, the one before this was a spaceship, wasn't it? I think they're like the missile that they were going to launch, yeah, and then there's Thunderball. Thunderball uh, uh, has like atomic. Nukes, it's got nukes in it, isn't it's it? A lot, it's think. a lot of missiles. There's a lot of missiles in James Bond. It's always a missile. Yeah, because it's 1969 and we're absolutely terrified of the Soviet well, that's Union. Fine, Sam. I'm totally on board with the, like, the Bond villain take over the world, destroy the world thing. Yes. I'm I really, just, really yeah. am. Yeah. I just think that this is so poorly thought out and like executed in that there's no hint of this kind of like, oh, I know he's up to something. No, he just wants to catch this guy. Like, if there was a oh, there's some plot to do this, to destabilise governments, to do this, to take power, to do 
no, he's just got a plague and he's going to release it. And like, as we know from the fucking tedium of the last two years, actually releasing a plague would <laughs> mostly just be tedious. You know? Yeah. Yep. And he's doing this. He's doing this. He doesn't really want to. Like, he's not doing it because for a laugh. He's doing it as a. Um, this is what uh, I don't get. As a threat. He's doing it like he wants something in return. It's not, it's not exactly That's clear. Always been a bit weird in the Bond universe of like, they don't really want. It's not money they're after because, like, they're building these, like, amazingly elaborate, like, fucking mountain bases. And, like, he lives in the bases and he lives on the, the moon mutual. bases and yeah. all sorts of stuff. Like, they've obviously got loads of money and therefore loads of power. And so it's always a problem of, like, what do they actually want? Do they want to take over governments? Because I feel yeah. like they could do that, but they don't. And that's you know, where the personal the thing. It with fucking half the resources. That's where the personal thing would have been much more effective if. James Bond and Blofeld, who I'm not sure if they've met. I can't remember if they've actually met in person. No. Up to this point, no. It would be like the reveal of, and I and I think the 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 performance from uh, what's his face, Telly. Uh, I think that's great. Like he is playing it. He's playing it really well. He's menacing. He's funny, and he's like he's, he's an engaging performance from him. Unfortunately, he's playing off. He's playing off uh, Lazenby. The plank. Well, I mean, I'll give him benefit of the doubt because, yeah, I mean, when you're fucking acting next to a plank of wood, it's hard to feed off that energy. But yeah, I, I didn't get that he was overly impressive, Sam. Like, you know, to me, it was in the context general... of the movie, Ross. In the context of the, the, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking for scraps here after two hours. I'm like, come on, give me something. <laughs> <laughs> but all this is going on now, and 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 then we have the other. And now we've got more threads. We've got more threads to add because we've got all of these women who are in who, who are in there who are just unbelievably stereotypical. Like, oh it my god, sexy Cluedo. Like, did, did so you pretty. see? Did you see the scene oh, where they're eating? There we go. Yeah, and and yes. and, and there's, a, there's a black there's a black woman who is who literally eats a banana. And I'm just yeah. Let's just let's just let's just silence the podcast for a moment just to deal it's, with it's the bad. fucking it's, trauma. Like, it's going, they're going for a very intentional like. There's a woman in a sari type of thing who is has like curry, and there's a woman who's you know Asia eating noodles, and you're just like fucking. And I think the I think the idea is to show that we're going to send these women off to all the different. They're from all over the globe, yeah. And so we're going to have complete coverage it's, with our very, very complicated and small-scale plan to release this toxin. <laughs> in the movie, I agree. I think it's just a production racism thing. But, like, the film says it's because it's an allergy clinic and all of these people have come from their native lands because they're allergic to, like, a staple food. Who like is this for? Bananas, if you're from Africa, apparently. Who because is that, this for? Somehow that's okay. I don't know. Who is it for, though, in the film, in the movie, like, in the universe? Who is this for? I mean, is it for the women? I guess. Because they have to have, like, a reason to be there. But that means they need to, like, trick them into being allergic to chicken or whatever. And and, and is it for the staff? Is it for is it to, like, keep the, the henchmen from figuring out, like, what's going on? Because then they could leak it to the... Pre- There's no fucking reason for this other, other than having... Knowing that James Bond is going to come here and you need to pad the movie by 20 minutes like it's it's the logistics that 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 concern me sam because, because the the first one bond uh bangs she's from morecambe bay isn't it? like in lancashire 
and then you have all Lancashire, these other like yeah. Lancashire, and then you have these other women like from all over the globe. So, so who is frequenting <laughs> both fucking you know Tokyo as well as Morecambe on the fucking big, North big seaside coast? town in the sixties? To be fair, like you know, a lot of industry and fishing going through Morecambe. Morecambe yeah, cats. The idea is the hang idea. on. Let's let's juxtapose those two. So there, you're you're in Paris. Um, your call, <laughs> Mister Bond. Five million francs, and then <laughs> you're up in Morecambe, Morecambe Bay with fish and chips. What is this? It's absolutely. Never mind the fact that she's just completely. It would have been much more fun she's if she did a, a proper girl. northern accent. You know, like she's a, a real. Not because the actress isn't from the north of England. She's from I know Surrey. She's not. You all so, you know, sound the same to me. It's a, <laughs> but, like, I'm sorry. It's a questionable thing because someone obviously thought like she has to be from Lancashire for like why just ha- not have her just be from London? Like great, fine. Because she <laughs> yeah, sounds like yeah. hello, Mister Bond. Do you do you hello, want a do you want a bar? Would you like a cup of tea? Oh my, let's 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 settle this now and go down to mine, right? Man, it's just made some tea cakes, Mister Bond. <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking. <laughs> Like that's what it should be. That's what it should be. The oh god, I mean, t- trying to keep this fucking movie in your head and g- all the things that are going on. Now, the heraldry, the heraldry is like that's the that's that's there's so much there's so much that they talk about. Whereas something about earlobes, what Balls. the fuck? Oh, detached they, earlobes. Yeah. They, they did he cut off his earlobes so he could pretend to be part of this lineage? Apparently, yeah. And then, and then they're like having fucking, you know, he's saying about Augsburg and and they need to go to the archive for some reason. And and even the even the very point of of the real Hillary being there seems a fucking stretch. Like he's gonna what? Like talk to this guy about how he's, you know, part of this family and and there's lots of work that's around that. Well, and he's to go to. He's there to like infiltrate. And so, in theory, if the movie wasn't made by a bunch of fucking like sex crazed old men like the movie should be james bond slipping out of his room and investigating but seemingly it's like scenes missing and what he is doing is slipping out of his room <laughs> to like slip into these women's rooms he's like hmm i could take down blofeld who i know is an evil genius and is probably planning to destroy the world again much like he did last year and the year before that etc cetera, etc cetera. yeah i'm always saving the world rather than doing that I'm on holiday. I'm I'm on annual leave from yeah. MI five or six or whatever. Like I'm going to stock some of these patients at this um, plague hospital, you know, this allergy hospital. And so we don't have any infiltration. There's no like him going through someone's office dun, dun, or him dun, 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 piecing dun, dun, together dun, dun, like dun, dun. the plague thing or him figuring it out so that we can have the Blofeld explaining it to him, seeing later, and it blah. Like, ah, you've discovered my you know, which is shit, but like. You expect it. It's structural we, shit. Instead of having that, we have, oh, he goes off and he has sex with this woman. Oh, and he comes back to his room and there's another woman there. And he's like, if I must for queen and country. And you're like, what are you doing? Mm. Like, mm-hmm. And then now, we go straight now. from there to James Bond being so passive again that he just gets captured. And it's like, what have you, you even achieved by being here, Bond? Finally, Sam. Finally, you have reached where I have been for the last five minutes. I just... I tried. Oh, my God, who cares? I tried. <laughs> no, let's just wrap it up here. No, no, let's, we, we, we will continue because... There's like half an hour of the movie left. There's much more than that, Dave. There's much more than half an hour of the movie left. Because we still... Let's not, let's not, let's not forget. We still haven't 
had an action scene since the very start of the movie. Oh, we we are so close. Oh, that long since something happened? <laughs> We're so close. We've still got lots of like messing around, and we've 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 got we've we have skipped over the charming introduction of um, Bunt, uh, Irma Bunt, the who 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 in who in just you know a classic sixties misogyny is uh, ugly and not evil. And that, and that is that's that is all the notes. That's all the notes on that character, uh, stern German woman who's ugly and thus evil, uh, which which is how she was described, and that's how they play it. And like she's basically just you know her like ultimate henchman, kind of doing like an odd job. Did we all did we all enjoy the scene where they uh, they put her in? In one of the women's beds, so that Bond not just Bond comes in and hit him over the head. No, 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 no. I'm going to get under the covers in the lingerie. I'm, I'm going to do that. Right? You're going to hide behind the sofa but behind miss, the door. Miss, you don't need to do that. Silence! But, shut up. I shall get I'm going to get bed. under the covers, right? I'm playing a part, sir. I'm going to get under the covers <laughs> in the lingerie and go, Ooh, Mr. Bond. Ooh. Right? And he's going to come in and then, oh my God, the look on his face is going to be amazing. Ma- right? Maybe what? her plan was a little bit more like, well, and you know, I'll... I'll I'll keep going a little bit longer yeah. just to see. Yeah, I'll, I'll, oh, yeah. I'll maybe, once, maybe once we've had sex to completion. Grab <laughs> him! Aha! You have been foiled, Mister Bond. These are the this this is the head cannon you have to develop to get yourself. Why else is she in the bed? <laughs> I don't know. It's absolutely insane. You, you control the facility. You know where his room is. You didn't even need to wait for him to come so in we, to get in. We've got we've got this. So let's add another thread to the tapestry. We've got who the fuck is this British guy who's also trying to get into the the, the place that's that's that following him from the start. That was the dude who put the the photocopier into the crane for him. He was like a contact. So is he is he part of MI five? Is he another? Oh, who gives a shit, Sam? <laughs> but they don't explain it. Know. He has about four lines of dialogue in this movie, and he's like, so, "Oh, is, what is this? Not, it's not a free country. Can't, <laughs> I, I, I can't climb to the top of a massive can't fucking peak. Climb into your private property and like." Like, fuck around yeah. for a bit? I mean... Fuck you, I'll go where I want. This is actually private property. Hey, you can't tell me where to go. <laughs> no, I can't. That's, that's, how, <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, that's what, outrageous! And then they hang him from, you know, from the... And, you're, and, and I'm like, am I supposed to feel sad about that? Like, is he... Again, hang on. Is he someone we knew? Again, wait, Sam, wait. Before they march him off and they have this other... Hey, you piece of shit, I'll go where I want. Before that, like, they catch him climbing up. And they open fire on him. So now, think about that. What transpired between him on the edge of a cliff, them firing <laughs> at him, to then now they're marching him? At, like what? Like were they warning shots? What? What? They're making. They are making work for themselves, honestly. And they, people, Bond henchmen always do this. Like just shoot this guy. Oh no, yeah. he's dead. Like you're not gonna. You're not gonna be brought up on a fucking disciplinary for shooting an intruder. Oh, I don't yeah. want to be. I would love to be like a logistics manager for like an like henchman incorporated. Okay, well, that, so that, you know, we have onboarding yeah. today, guys. Seriously, <laughs> health and safety, do not skip this. All right, it's mandatory. You will not be put to work if you don't go to this. Okay, next we have captured a agent. Um, Steve, you're gonna kill him. No, you're not gonna leave him in the room, Steve. <laughs> You've been over this. 
But sir, John, the, uh, you go the, with Steve. Make sure he kills him in the room with the witness. Check but sir, the, Bofell has, has, has instructed us to use a very slow laser to just. Right. Uh, is Listen, that? Should we do that? I, yes, I've absolutely. I've discussed this with Blofeld, right? I have the email thread. Okay, you don't believe me? Take it up with him, right? I'm telling you, go to the room, put two in that fucking guy's head, call the day. All right. I'm. And listen, Just none of us are paid way. enough. We lost, we lost seventy-four henchmen last year to this. <laughs> he killed seventy-four like, people. Our company is going on motivational posters like death we go. <laughs> yeah, like eighty-seven percent of all like henchmen deaths is because you didn't kill a dude. <laughs> yeah, <This> is... <laughs> everyone, everyone gets grenades. If you see anyone who's not one of us, throw a grenade. Throw a grenade. A Even if you think, shot is, a shot is that wasted. Steve? Shall I? Ah, uh, yeah. Throw a grenade anyway, just in case. You're all expendable. You're literally yeah. all expendable. Steve, we buy them by the crate, man. Just yeah. fucking throw a grenade. Throw a grenade. Now and then, Tracy's about again. You know, she she. <laughs> Remember <Dana> Rig. <laughs> she she's back. So we've yeah, got her doing her movie. thing. Not the previous movie. She was in the first hour and a half of this movie. <laughs> this movie. Oh, we're getting to a point here, lads. Where I. <laughs> I know, I know, right? We're not. We're, we haven't got long. We haven't got long. Maybe you know, forty to Another eighty minutes hours. left of this podcast. The delirium is set in now, so I'm. Um, you know, the, the delirium's back. good. But what we do have, what we do have, is an action scene. We get them going down the Alps in 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 on the skis, and we get to see some great, like, cool stuff with with people being shot in front of a screen and then that's kind of what we get is just like not very to be fair we do see some really cool skiing there's some great skiing stunt work in this film it's just spoiled quite a lot by every time they have to cut to these guys in a fucking soundstage i know they obviously couldn't get those shots or whatever yeah well presumably because these guys aren't fucking olympic level skiers and they didn't have the camera technology to like capture it if they were Mm-hmm. Uh, so we cut from the backs of these like really fantastic skiers doing some really cool stuff to like fucking George Lazenby's like on a on a treadmill going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also yeah. podcast, but um, I'm doing the ski arm thing. Ski arms, um, left and right, like, left and right. Like, left oh and yeah, right. and but it's just so clearly, and it just. <laughs> There's someone playing music. Is it, are, you trying, are you trying to get us out of this podcast, Ross? It's, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just, it was just when you said, and then we finally get him, the action scene. And then I remembered the action scene you were talking about. And it was the most disappointing fucking action <laughs> scene. Ah, do you remember the bit? Do you remember the bit where James Bond, where you're like, you know, you get the music going, dun, 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 like improper this time. And then, and Dave, you messaged at the time, he's sliding on the ice, shooting. It's mental. And then, but, but again, now you have to think, how did he get into that position? Did he take a run-up? There's no one to take a run-up. It's it's all a platform of ice. Mm-hmm. It's, I'm sorry, Sam. I've ruined it for you. It was no, terrible. you haven't. Now, we get down. The the, 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 the chase scene is, is happening. They fall asleep in a barn. And Don't forget, Sam, we get another sex scene. We get another sex scene. And we get a proposal for marriage as well, which seems very hasty. I mean, I guess... I guess Bond is thinking like, you know, I've got the million if I do this and that's a thing. He's and thinking, payday, Jamie boy, payday. Yeah. 
And he's he's the only one who can remember what happened an hour earlier in this movie. So he's like, oh yeah, <laughs> gold. I'm going to marry this woman. So that's fine. Then we get another it's, chase it's a testament scene. testament to 1969 making a movie that happens in real time over the course of a week. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> we all get to watch it. And then we get another chase scene, which is pretty much the same as skiing down a mountain, except he's like, you know, we get some weird... They, 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 again. they throw some mannequins um, off a cliff, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah. Then we get like legitimately good avalanche explosion, which I think is great. And they actually got like the Swiss Army to blow up avalanches, which is what they do to clear nice the guys. snow. Interesting, interesting. Yes, yeah. <laughs> the you Swiss like Army. Good avalanche <laughs> it's uh, it's so that so that that all happens, and that's like it's cool, and and then and then just. So they get down there and the back the back in London and uh, M's like actually Bond yeah you're right Blofeld is a dick uh, we're gonna have to do something because he's gonna like destroy agriculture or whatever uh, is that I, what can happens? I interject can I interject yep. for one second yep because you have the avalanche and Blofeld is like you know grab the girl take her away and then like you said Sam we're back in England and Bond is looking out a window, but they've, like, projected, like, a repeat of that scene of them, like, picking up the girl. It happened four seconds ago, but the audience needs to be reminded of why Reminded, because she gets captured. You're right, I forgot to mention that, because it's so confusing. And Dave, Dave, no, we we do go back to London. And and M's response once again, hold on, hold on, M's response once again is, nope, we're not, no, you are not authorised to go. We are actually going to pay him off. We're going to pay him off. We're going to pay him off. This guy has got fucking these angels of death littered across the globe and could release could release one of them at any point. But no, we're going to pay him his whatever the hell he wants. You know, like, I don't even know. And at what point do we assume that M is on Blowfield's, like... He must be. <laughs> you know, he must be. He must be. And there is no rescue mission either. You're not allowed to go and rescue Tracy, who's been captured. And so, callback, we get Tracy's dad comes in, in a, and, and this is where we get the weird Sniper. fucking helicopters. Do you guys remember who Tracy's dad is? He's a Apart mafia the guy who's best. Yeah, but he is in direct competition with Blofeld. That's why Bond goes to him. Yep. Exactly. Like he is the second largest crime syndicate after the bad guys. So surely, yeah. in James Bond's mind, he's like, right, well, in three years, I'm going to be after this guy. Surely. Yeah. Surely if no, I get no. Blofeld... What, his father-in-law? No Blofeld, way. No way no, is he going to... Surely, is... surely, surely, if he gets Blofeld, who's going who's gonna to become the big crime syndicate trying to take over the world? Surely it's going to be the second biggest crime syndicate, surely. Yeah, yeah. And and so when we get like we get this we get this action scene and Ross you mentioned the you know the classic James Bond music which is just on loop for this entire fucking scene <laughs> completely I, I, I got ahead of myself there I thought this was the action scene no it's not about. we're not even at, yeah. it's completely aimless you know you go back to Goldeneye the bit with the tank and it's like as the tank flies through the wall fucking amazing stunt like it's a real wall. And what do we get? Literally the moment it happens, we get the whole Bond theme and it's brilliant. Like it's such an exciting piece of music and it works so well. And that's just like on loop, just just littered through. No real point of it. There's not they don't emphasize the none of that. 
They're not interested in that at all. And so a we lot just of get heavy this... carrier. That song's been doing this movie. Uh, yes, we get this serviceable this, scene. This whole scene is a bit of a mess, isn't it? It's a mess. It's it's like, a total mess of like. We're what's raiding. Going on? We're raiding the fucking pizza on top of the Alps, and like. <laughs> We're going yeah. through, we're throwing grenades, blowing stuff up. Oh, we've shot the big computers, so the world is saved, question mark. Um, I, These women are still out there. Home. Are they not? Are they not? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know, but Sam, he's destroyed the he's destroyed the nascent mobile network that Blofeld was going to use to contact. One of them drops, one of them drops a vial. Their contact information. <laughs> one of them drops a fucking vial, or, you know, log, their luggage gets smashed in, 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 a, in the plane. I was about to say that, yeah. We're all fucked. Drops a handbag. Don't worry about it, Sam. Sam, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. And then, so Shut he blows up. all that up. And then we get another fucking ski chase scene. And it's like, did we oh, have not these even guys a... an extra week or what? It's not even a ski chase scene. It's a bobsled chase scene. No, but it's skiing first, isn't it? I know, but we get fucking yes, bobsled. Yes, yes, you're right. It's ski chase into bobsled chase. Into bobsled. We get a fucking bobsled. And I mean, honestly, to God. Now, it's cool. Bobsleigh's Bob, Bob pretty cool. You know, like, I'm not ever going to really watch the Olympics, but if I saw a four-second <laughs> GIF on Reddit, I might go, mm, cool, and move on. I appreciate the... What a the, charming the, movie about Jamaica starring John <laughs> yeah, let's, maybe, maybe. Let's I, see it, I see the bobsleighing as more fun to do than watch, and more fun to watch than watching a fucking film in a film in, in a the, film that's uh, not even and so that happens it's, it's fun enough but it's like it stretches the bounds of possibility of like you know how skiing is really difficult and i can kind of get behind james bond and blofeld being you know upper class and therefore good at skiing fine but like bobsledding is also difficult and like but not in the same way that skiing is like you and i could get in a bobsled and we'd presumably be killed immediately doesn't it take mm-hmm. like multiple people to pilot bobsled because you have to lean well i think once you're moving ross the bobsled kind of does a lot of its own thing (laughs) 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 like once 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 the momentum of you going down this fucking icy fucking is it not like the stones where you stick your feet at the bottom and you and you scurry along the ice you're just going but they're fine they're like oh it's fine we can have a fight and shoot each other while we're bobsledding down this course you're like what okay absolutely great and then blofeld is like Killed or is he just uh, captured? So like he just gets wrapped up around a tree, which is. I, I, I've been waiting this whole episode to talk about one of the things that really gripes me about you know Lazenby and James Bond in this movie, and that is you know these quips he does, and they're so forced. Like this one that killed Blofeld. He's like, oh, he's branched off. The fuck are you saying? Oh, I know. Oh, and like earlier in that scene, that action scene we were talking about, and he shoots a guy in the gut. Oh, he gets nervous around guns. Unbelievable. And it's you know what it is. It's it's like that scene in American Dad where Roger's like, uh, yes. "Who am I talking to?" You know, like he's he's he becomes self aware that he's in a movie, and there oh, is no self awareness. Back to it comes back to like other James Bond movies working better. Sean Connery is kind of like this bluff, funny guy. And so him saying something like that, it comes across as like, do you know what I mean? He's so egotistical that he he finds it funny. Mm-hmm. Lazenby's just saying it because it's a line in the movie and he hasn't got the fucking skill to like sell it off. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Moore's doing it, like in his movies, but it's like it's because it's that campy cartoony thing. Mm, like, yeah. But Lazenby says it and it's like... He's reading in, a script. You can imagine... And that's what struck me throughout most of this movie, really. It's like imagining 
how different a movie it would have been if it had been Connery, who's a much yeah. better actor and I think like just a much better force on screen than Lazenby yeah. is. And yeah. like as much as we talked about, you know, obviously the problematic nature of James Bond, you kind of need James Bond to be quite a forceful presence on the screen. Like that's what the character is. And when you've got Lazenby fucking lying in the snow doing one-liners at this dead guy, and you're like, you, except what? he's not dead. It's except, even happening. Except he's not. He hasn't dead. even checked. What kind fucking of rule number two? Because he comes I'll back in school. Come kill. Confirm school. the kill. Confirm again, again. You're like, right, right, James. We're going to try this again. We're going to try this again. I stamp on your foot, and then you shoot the bad guy twice in the head to make sure he's actually yeah. dead. One in the head, two in the chest. Like that's how we do it. Now, Blofeld does come back in the next movie, and. Um, one of one of this, movie, this is huh? He comes back. back he's the one who shoots the white. Yeah, yeah. But he comes back in the he's 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 back in the next movie though. Like he's still going and and because of the whole controversy with the uh, uh, leaving is that he was but the, there was supposed to be a continuation of what happens because Tracy gets killed at the end. Cool stinger. Cool stinger. Weird yeah. ending. Weird ending for like this supposedly so, high octane action movie. But anyway. And there was supposed to be a continuation of that plot. That gets completely dropped. Completely dropped. They rewrite it because they don't want him there. And Lazenby didn't want to be there. So they're like, well, we don't want to do this. And we get this. There was a suggestion that like Goldfinger was going to be back. And he's going to... Goldfinger! Yeah. He's... <laughs> and then Goldfinger was... Gold. <laughs> Why did we do that movie? I don't know. Yeah, Gold Jim, thing- why didn't we do that yeah. movie? <laughs> Hold on, let I me let me let me just set this out because it's a great it's a great fact. Goldfinger um is is back and the 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 idea was that Blofeld was going to be like Goldfinger's twin brother and so it would be a whole thing and then there would be like this double because in 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 the Diamonds of Forever we get like two Blofelds and it's part thing now the reason that that was dropped and this is a bit of a side but I just think it's amazing yeah, I'll just read it from Wikipedia the plot was later changed after Broccoli had a dream this is the creator Albert <laughs> Al Broccoli where his close friend Howard Hughes yes the Howard Hughes was replaced by an imposter hence the character of Willard White was created and they completely rewrote the script. So we've got this like fucking madman dreams of a Howard Hughes robot that's going on. And so when we come back to this movie, to Honor Majesty's Secret Service, the end of the film is the stinger, and you think, wow. And imagine leaving the cinema at that point. You think, well, that wasn't a great movie, but, you know, like it's a Bond movie and they're making more, and I wonder how they're going to deal with this. And the answer was... Howard Hughes. I had a dream about Howard Hughes. So fucking, I don't know, like there's two of them or something. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. We're not going to reference that anymore. It's We're going to move on and we don't give a shit. Like Sean Connery's back. Retcon. It's, the whole movie is nothing. It could have been I mean, if the movie I mean, had been... The, if they nailed it, Sam, because I, I don't give a shit. No. I don't give a shit about this movie. Which is fair. Um, and it's so inconsequential and like having James Bond, you know, fall in love and get married and things is fine. And I think a lot of people say that, oh, it's the movie where James Bond left MI6 and got got married and fell in love and all of that. And it's like, part of me is like, did he though? Like, I mean, yes, that's what the script is telling me and that's what, like, Diana Rigg is doing. And But 
I don't buy Laziness B doing any of these things. Like, he doesn't sell a single... Like, the scene at the end where she gets shot, I think, yeah. like, would, in the hands of even Sean Connery, who, like, as much as he's a better actor than Lazenby, I don't think he's, like, a big Shakespearean great. But even Sean Connery, this would have been a really powerful scene of, like, you know, emotion. And it's just flat. Except, except they get this fucking weird-looking, like, cop guy to roll up and knock on the... Wi- what the fuck is that? Like, you we've see got, the guy? We've got all the time in the world. You see oh. that performance there was better than Lazenby's in the film. So <laughs> clip that. Use a time but just, machine. Just from a, just from a point of like, like we don't need to have another thing going on in this movie. Have her die, <laughs> and then just caress her, and that's the end of the film. And then nice helicopter shot of them on the thing, pull away. Yeah, love a helicopter scene. Shot. Like, why have we got this guy who looks... It's just the whole thing. I thought, like, just what is going on here? It's another thread we're added to the tapestry of absolute madness that is this movie. And they are not... You know, we don't see the guy again. Is he still standing there while Bond's having a mental breakdown? She's tired, he says. She's t- she's very sleepy. And I'm like, what fucking... Am I the only one who's thinking... Excuse me, sir. Please get out of the car. Yeah, are you right. okay, ma'am? Right, get the. Are you okay, man? Pulls out the gun. Get the fuck out right now! Oh my god, you motherfucker! What have you done to her? What have you done? What have to you her? done to her? <laughs> well, he can see the hole in the windscreen. He sees the bullet holes all over the car, and he's like, "So, excuse me, sir, you." But these are questions we shouldn't have to ask. We like, should not but, have to ask. Why is he in the film? Why is he in the film? Why choose to do that? And that is all the way why through the movie. Should be you see the flashing lights sort of like blurred in the background, and then all of a sudden you see. James Bond's torso slammed on the trunk of his car. James Bond, you're under arrest for murder. Yeah. On. <laughs> Bond is being led to a police car as the helicopter shot pulls away. <laughs> it, 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 you know what? It may as well be. It may as well be that because none of it matters. And and that's the end of the this movie. And I think it's, you know, it's one thing like it's one thing to make a bad film, and we have done lots of bad films in our Proudly uh, on this podcast. But it's like it's when it's when you just it's when you can't connect with the decision yeah. making. That's what I find so frustrating because I get when you go, well, we don't have a lot of money and we're not that talented, and you know, like that's fine. <laughs> but when you've got the whole apparatus of like the Bond universe surrounding you, and you've got actually the like some of the the, the direction in this, I think it's interesting. Like some of the framing of shots is interesting. Some of the sets, like having it in the Alps, is like great. And in fact, this is um, uh, Christopher Nolan's favorite Bond movie for some reason. But you can see, think of Inception. Think of all this, the snow yeah. stuff in Inception. It's like really mirrored because it actually looks pretty great throughout the film. So there's lots of like high quality stuff going on. And yet what we're left with is like just loads of weirdness. Just loads of like, why did you choose to do that? Why is that guy in the move at the end? Like, why didn't you just make it simpler really, really for good, yourself? Really good catch all of why this movie is bad. Because they couldn't have like the fight scenes are bad because Lazenby couldn't do the choreography. They're sped up because he couldn't do he couldn't do the scene fast enough. You know, it's not it's not the fucking guy with no lines who he's fighting because that's obviously a stuntman. Yeah. Like, you know, it's his job. He can do that. Uh, you know, you don't have any scenes where like James Bond gets to be really emotional or like anything like that because Lazenby doesn't have that range you know so you end up with a movie that is gutted and edited around the fact that your leading man was fucking making cigarette ad commercials like fucking six months before this movie and you know I'm sure 
Lazenby's a fine, nice bloke and everything, but this Still is alive. not a good performance. No. No. <sighs> this probably isn't the worst James Bond film, though. I'd be can we I mean, please think, never I'm, cover that one? I'm trying to think. Would I rather watch this or Tomorrow Never Dies? Quantum of Solace. Oh, Quantum of Solace is absolutely an awful movie. Awful I think that's movie. a worse movie than this movie. I, w- I will say that outright. I don't know because in some ways, you know, um, in some ways, some going of the back, ones were dog yeah, shit. all of them. Dream, Die Another Day, trash. Uh, the uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, trash. The other What's one, the one where that, they're injecting scorpion venom into him in Korea? Fucking, I don't. There's one more that's actually that's trash as well. But, but you know, in some ways, I like. I kind of going back to the beginning, what we said. I kind of respect this movie because it's trying to do something. It's trying, and actually, it's a pretty modern interpretation of what Bond is. We look at back to the Daniel Craig ones. We we go in for this type of thing where it's a bit more. It's less surface level. It's trying to be deeper. Problem is, you know. You've got to have the ingredients there. The, they aren't there. I mean, how long? What is it? Four fight scenes in this entire movie. Two of those are like hand to hand. One on the ski. Beach, two two ski chases. Fight in the hotel room. Um, you then have the cable car thing, the skiing, the other skiing, the helicopters, the blowing up. The more skiing, more skiing, the bobsledding. But I mean, a lot of those are happening in two sequences. A lot yeah. of those happen in two sequences. It's just not enough, is it? It's well, empty the calories. Complete, the and... complete absence of the gadgets as well, though. This is a Bond movie. You yeah. see them like when he go, tries to hand in his notice, got the watch, pulls out the little you know carbon fiber strap, whatever. Oh, the, oh yeah, that's great. And then that's it. No, no. And that's one of the great things about Bond movies as well. You know, you had that 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 scene with Q. You know, and they all they're all quipping back and forth. Huh, are these you know rambunctious little lads? Nothing of that. Well, it was the I think the experimental nature of this film, Ross, where they were trying to like see whether they could move away from that and make a more serious. And it doesn't really work, and it falls a bit flat. No. And that's why you get the silly Roger Moore films. We have that the answer in every was film. we can sell the... a million nope. toys and like. You know, Not for another sixty about, years really. was the answer to that. Like that's yeah. that's, and that's <laughs> what we get. We have to yeah. add. Basically, the missing ingredient was like get someone who can act and then fucking tase their balls. Apparently, was that? <laughs> nope. It was a rope, Dave. It was a <laughs> fucking piece of rope. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sam. I'm making me think about it. I'm not up it. on my ball torture. <laughs> Everyone referred to Sam's blog. <laughs> You can Write find me the it. ways which I can torture Daniel Craig's balls on film. If you can find it, you can enjoy it. All right, I'm done. I'm done talking about this movie. I'm done talking about... And actually, let's just go back to recriminations. Fuck you, Dave, for making us watch this. Oh, There are so many better movies. So many shit. better, uh, worse Bond movies The amount of explicitives I've had to fucking use for this movie. And it's Jesus. your fault, Dave. We're like, well, honestly... My retort... My retort is that we are. No, you don't get a retort, Dave. This is how bad it fucking is. Openly, this is how angry I am at you. Podcast. For this instance, well, Sam could have recommended a different one. If this is what democracy is, I will live under the dictatorship month. of Ross, Sam because you this, this pick haven't was garbage. even. You haven't even recommended a movie, so get off your fucking high horse. Oh, that is true, Ross. Although Maybe. to be fair, we probably we probably won out there, Sam. Is that what you want, Dave? Is that what you want? Do you want me to recommend a movie? Is that what you want? Be careful what you fucking wish for. <laughs> 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 
Sam, <laughs> Ross, Ross, they only made one Street Fighter movie. That's a very finite thing you can threaten us with. No, to be fair, to be fair, we we do have the back catalogue of Arnold Schwarzenegger, which is the only movies that no! Ross has seen. <laughs> so, Sam, let's do the movie. Come on. <laughs> well, I look, I look forward to whatever um, hellscape we end up uh, inhabiting next week. It can't be any worse than this, though, can it? Really? Can it? That is a great way. No. Could it? Find out next week.